0: So we've got another episode of the Comic-Con here today. Uh, today good we're going to be, be doing a, a, a more of a, our mainstream kind of episode, one of our, our regular type shows where we're going to be going over, you know, the recent comics and uh, kind of what we've been reading that ties into those. So, yeah, I'm happy to yes. do this. I know we've had a lot of special edition episodes and stuff that's just kind of coming up and we haven't really had the chance to kind of sit down and just – do one of these in a while so i'm really really excited for this one we've got some notes and, and great comics to talk about obviously some great ones that are releasing this week uh and today even um i think we're we're overlooking at the time of this recording it is uh it's superman day folks happy superman day june 12th yes, man yes. I, i'm so what excited a
1: huge day. no i think this is great i think after our you know for listeners if you want to go back and listen to episode number four it was a pretty heavy episode for us and we had just a great discussion i think this will kind of help cleanse the palate for <laughs> yeah. the, the future discussions but i was so happy to have the opportunity to just sit and chat with uh with you, you and Hawkman, and and mm-hmm. uh, and really have a great talk, and I'm really excited about uh, yeah about talking about some of the comics that you know getting back to what you had done with the uh, coffee, uh, coffee and comics. yeah yeah Yeah.
0: it's a tongue twister man that's the point (laughs) right like it's got that uh, that alliteration beauty well like i said it's just we'll get we'll get it down fat one day but first up but first up
1: what are you drinking
0: oh man yeah we'll start with that for sure i am i'm back to a classic man i'm back to the uh the dark roast returns nice Um, yeah i got i got a little bit of I, i didn't luck out this week or you know get my my oat milk that i usually get it's uh it's unfortunate. I'm using a brand that I'm not too happy about right now. Just had to get something to get you know yeah. what I mean, just to get the week going. But uh, yeah, it's it's still good, man. The oat like the oat milk itself is kind of adding a different taste that that oh, brings like out it. the nuttiness yeah. a little bit more. So I think uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the highlight. I'm looking forward to to, uh, to right now. Sorry, uh, but yeah, no man, dark roast returns for me. Some oat milk and a little bit of uh, vanilla extract and syrup in there to uh, kind of add some small but not too heavy notes of just you know like i said bringing out the nuttiness and that flavor of the uh, the blend man what about yourself man i went i went straight up Americano from Ooh. tim tim horton
1: donuts man i I'm, wow. I'm, I'm in canada so when you get the tim horton so <laughs> That's like it. a that's like a Dunkin' Donuts in uh, in uh, in the states, but man, yeah, Tim Tim Horton is a is a staple. So, uh, the problem is we had a we had a bad outbreak again yesterday of uh, low air quality because of the forest mm, fires. That's right. And yeah. Then yeah, and then the wind moved in um, and uh, cleared out a lot of stuff. So today was a lot more enjoyable, and I'm good. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm uh, loving the coffee this morning. Really get me going. So this is great. Yeah, I miss I miss my dark roast, man. Oh, the man, dark roast returns were so good. <laughs> it, so it is, good. man.
0: It's just a great blend, man. And I, yeah. again, I really can't wait and hope to see some more updates from those guys. We're working on the coffee side, folks, in terms of the website and stuff like that. I know forever we've had that blank spot in the middle of the article section where it says coffee. Um it says coming soon, but I am actually working on an article, our first one for the site. So we'll have something there hopefully by the end of the week, start yeah. of next week. But I Petro, some good news. Yeah. Um the coffee shop owner over here at Pops Java that I love so oh, so much. nice. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. wants to actually come on for an episode, maybe. Um <laughs> okay. do do a talk with us. So Sounds good. I was just talking to him this morning and he's like, Yeah, that would be great. You know, obviously some exposure for those guys and all that good stuff, but yeah, um, we're gonna to have to work that in. I'll have to talk to yeah. you about that, but that should be a very exciting future episode, just for for those coffee fanatics out there. But
1: that sounds good. And and, yeah. and from my end of it, once I get home, I'm going out and searching out my uh, usual stops in the in the in the town and and find somebody that I can kind of relate with and see if we can do nice. the same thing see if we can do the same thing with them. Yeah. But I want, you know, I want, I want like a local barista who Mm -hmm. really a little extra TLC and all that stuff as well. Yeah,
0: no. And that's, that's what it's about, man. Showing that love for the, for the people who actually appreciate and respect the coffee, right? Not just And nothing against Duncan. Don't get me wrong. I know people Uh, got to get their coffee, but there's a different, you know, there's a different set of love that's applied to to your drink or brew there when you go to a, you know, as compared to a, a smaller coffee shop. So,
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Just, like the people that, that yeah, the people that take the time to they know exactly how long the water should be in contact with the bean to get mm-hmm. the twenty four percent extraction, which I think is the ideal amount of caffeine out of yeah, the yeah. You're right.
0: Yeah. I, mean, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> well, look at Petro, the, the coffee expert over here, man. Jeez, <laughs> so I, 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 was, <laughs> <knowledge>. <laughs> I was gonna say. I know we have some of that knowledge actually on the website too. We updated uh, a couple weeks ago with. Uh, just basically a little bit more extensive, um, background on just some coffee, you know, you know, basics and, and stuff like that. And Great. if anybody's ever interested to, to kind of try their hand at their own home brews, you know, an affogato or, you know, just their mm. own style of cappuccino, whatever have you, there's recipes and breakdowns on the website now to, to kind of give you that visual, uh, application for it. So yeah, hopefully some people are taking, taking uh, use of that, but. Well, yeah. I, remember,
1: I remember when King used to, when we had King, too, as our gargoyle, and it was oh, just so man. great to have his involvement. Him. I miss him a lot. And uh, he used to talk about the bustello, and I would. <laughs> I, want, I want to learn more or even have a section on that, too. That would be great. To, you know what's funny
0: you know, is that, yeah, I know we, we, we've talked about that, but I, I actually was trying to get him and uh, a couple others in the community to maybe we can do, uh, you know, kind of interview slash, you know, just, special episodes where we bring one of those guys in at a time and just kind of have a little discussion with those guys. Right. Similar how yeah. we did with Hawkman the first time yeah. there. So yeah. I think, yeah, that would be kind of cool to, to start to get a little bit of, you know, community integration and, and just yeah, get those guys profile, on here. And, profile on the
1: community. Yeah. yeah especially those guys
0: who are such pillars and you know what I mean? Who, yeah. who are trying to, to make sure that they're out there and helping the community in every way possible. So I definitely want to get those guys some, some, you know, some yeah. spotlight I guess sorry yeah <laughs> and,
1: and, and huge respect for the role that they play oh the my King god was so yeah. good at, at you know um you know retweeting the space keeping people in line I mean it was just really great.
0: It was yeah. really great yeah like things that I'm terrible at and I know that you're probably not paying attention to but no like we're just so no. deep in the conversation right and like King's there listening but he's also able he's got that experience to kind of just if somebody's not supposed to be there it's time to go you know so I, I really yeah. love that and appreciated that and uh, I mean, yeah, it's not as necessary here when we're having these private conversations. But yeah, we'll, we'll make sure to get you in here, King. I know we've talked, so shout out to you, buddy, and shout out to everybody in the shout community. Yeah, we will yeah. definitely be in touch. Um, so yeah, let's get started here, man. Okay. Today, today is, uh, what, Superman Day? So like I said, just really quick.
1: Uh, oh, that's, a, that's an easy one to start on then. Yeah, yeah. I figured yeah, that was Take it away, easy. buddy.
0: Um, so away. this started what back in 2013 I think, uh, with DC, they officialized this as a holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the exact specifics behind it, maybe you know a little bit more, but I know it's not a to the Batman Day that we have now in September. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> as you know, what was it, uh, action comics that came out in June of uh 38 or was it yeah. 39? I can't remember now, Jesus. 39. Um, 30. yeah, I'm thinking Superman 1 is 39, that's why. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I think they they basically wanted to celebrate Superman obviously in the biggest way possible, but uh, essentially kind of broke down a day and and I think it's a national holiday technically now, where DC and any fans obviously of Superman can kind of celebrate him on an official level, and uh, I think the first time they did the the you know official breakout for the day itself, they they issued out All Star Superman number one which is probably one of the most iconic in my, like, I think it's my favorite Superman story, as I've mentioned before, but it's a great way to kind of showcase, you know what I mean, the Man of Steel himself. Um, they also, I think, did a, a, an anniversary edition of the Man of Steel number one as well, um, that same day back in uh, 2013. So yeah, yeah, some cool issues to kind of really showcase, you know what I mean, Superman and what he's capable of and who he's meant to be, man, in the best way. And just
1: possible. and just take a moment to think, right? June of 1938, man. Yep. Like, seriously, that's just unbelievable. And we're still here talking about comics and <sighs> such a prevalent, you know, part of, uh, you know, our psyche and, and, you know, I mean, it's...
0: Yeah, it's you know, almost 90 not,
1: years. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all <laughs> stewards
0: of that comic, right? So, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean... I, you know me. I'm more of a modern comic guy, but yeah. there's no way you can just you know not appreciate the legacy that that superhero has has basically brought on, man. like he's still yeah. around today doing his thing. and stronger than ever now. I know DC's really trying to make this year the year of Superman. Um, there's a lot of big things going on as we'll talk about today, folks, we got some cool issues that we're uh, we're gonna be going over regarding Superman. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Again, just such a great day to to definitely be a Superman fan. I was hoping to hear a little bit of news regarding DC or something. Um, maybe it's still a little early in the day here, so there may be some news to come. But uh, oh, I'm sure there'll be something coming. There's got to be. Coming. Yeah, right. No I, way, f- no I feel like they wouldn't just yeah make a big, I guess, effort to push out you know the Web three experience, the comic packs, which we our first animated uh, Superman cover. Uh, to yeah. you know, debut on that platform. I think with DC ever, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think that's ever been done before, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And uh, we've, so had the,
1: we've had the Superman experience, right? The 3D. Yes, the Web3. Yep. Yeah, Web exactly. 3, uh,
0: yeah. yeah, that's... Uh, and they, <laughs> shout out to you, Petro, for uh, calling out the, what was it, the X-ray vision at the Daily Planet to get uh, that reward. Um, you know,
1: the, the funny thing about that was, first of all, I wanted that Sinkovich poster so yeah, bad. Like, yes. I was... I just saw that and I just went oh man, brilliant <laughs> absolutely brilliant I was glad it was a torso shot and then I was like literally I was just sitting in there and I'm like where would they put it I'm like it's got to be in the David Planet
0: so I just went running <laughs> <laughs> boom done and yeah. like within seconds though you found it so that's yeah. so funny that mm-hmm. uh yeah, yeah. I appreciate you for that man right? because I was looking for it I, I think I started in Lex's lair uh yeah. I love Lex Luthor he's a little bit more of probably my favorite. I love that character. layer, though. It, it's no, so that's, cool.
1: that's a great, that was one of the most, for me, it's an iconic layer, right? Like yeah. underneath and, and
0: yeah, just perfect. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I was going to no. say, yeah, they, they did a great job yeah. with allowing you to kind of, you know, look around. And, and Gene Hackman, Gene, <laughs> like anytime <laughs> I
1: see Lex Luthor, it's Gene Hackman's face. Just yeah, right it's so um, true. <laughs> did, you, did you see something about a safe? I haven't. Like somebody yes. says you have to run for, for a safe. I haven't seen any. So I've I gotta think, go, I gotta yeah, go back yeah.
0: In there. So DC yeah. NFT or Andrew or somebody from, from that team tweeted out or, you know, put something up in discord and said, check out the safe. And, uh, there, I think it's in Lex's lair, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, there yeah. was a safe in there. So that I'm pretty sure is the one they're referring to, but oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. You go in there and there's a little, uh, you know, interactive experience, I guess, if you will, to, oh, okay. to see what's oh, in there. I, I don't do want to spoil it. but No, uh, don't, no, no. Cool. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm going to go in there. I, yeah. You know, unfortunately, I, I immediately went to the uh, Fortress of Solitude. I was just yeah. like, <laughs> oh, awesome. my God, there's a little crystal. <laughs> and then I got to see the suit. I was like, okay, this is which, uh,
0: this uh Which version awesome. did you buy, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Petro? Oh, I got the big I got the big boy. I got the premiere. I wanted the, well,
0: which, yeah. so was it the truth, hope? oh no okay yeah okay so like yeah
1: yeah because i i wanted the Sinkovich poster so Mm. so it was it was really not oh that only came with that one okay i uh, thought that came with all
0: i'm sorry no
1: the other two were great looking posters but Mm. but it was just hope for me i just was like whoa and uh well the other thing about it though too is i always find that so so funny right like where they go uh you know, what does the symbol stand for? And it's even oh my yeah. god, it's even in the flash movie. I just watched uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but the you know no. the two flash the two yeah, flashes the trailers are describing everywhere. Yeah, yeah it comes out in two everywhere. Days, so yeah, when Supergirl <laughs> goes, Do you know what the stats for? and and the, the younger Barry in the background goes, Supergirl? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> hope, hope. I yeah. was like, You gotta, I gotta get the hope. I mean, it, yeah. was, it was just at such a deep level that, that I had to have the hope. I, I think I would have picked it regardless, though. So, so I was Not glad it was the same. 100%. Wish. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say, and I thought, yeah, for some reason, I thought that. Sigovich poster came with all of them but they all had their own like, you know, original poster. But yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Uh I agree with you. The hope was uh the same choice for me. Uh as yeah. you mentioned it, it was just too on the nose. So Yeah. Yeah, I had to have that. Um and I'm glad I did, man, cuz that poster is amazing. So yes. right now I've got it as my background for uh my desktop just kind of Yes. Well, I I'm, I'm,
1: on, I'm on the hunt for the physical. I want a print of that. I want uh, mm, dude I want Could a you physical. imagine? Yeah, oh, I want a physical. God. I want a physical print that I can, because he still does a lot of comic cons too. Okay. So, so then I can, you know, I would love to get like a original signature over his, over his print signature somehow. I'm gonna figure mm, that out. interesting. I, I, yeah, that's a big one for me, right? Like I, like you know, Christopher Reeve was my Superman. That's when I grew up. I mean, that's who. You know, when I remember the, you know, when the movie was released and how huge it was and how well he was respected and, you know, little things like when he trained, he wanted like real muscles, right? Like he wasn't mm-hmm. going to he wasn't going to fake it out. And, and he was the epitome of like the all-American clean cut, you know, hope,
0: right? Like he right. was hope. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the squeaky floorboards in my, in my house. No We're just pacing around. No, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, but yeah, today's a great day. Sorry, but, uh,
1: I think that also leads into the Superman John Kent number four. <laughs> yeah, man. So
0: before we get there, yeah, let's yeah. do the, the, the comic rundown today. Oh, I know it's yes, been yes. such a long time we've done this. Uh, I, I've been really excited. Uh, and I'm looking at my my own uh, my own page here the the post that I put up just yeah yesterday. I looked at it I
1: looked at it earlier and I've already got it downloaded so that awesome. I can uh, nice. get to a store if I can up here in Canada but uh, we'll oh see. there you go yeah
0: yeah okay so yeah so this week folks it's not a, a super long list but some great ones and ones that I need to catch up on so. To start it off, uh, we've got the Batman Scooby Doo Mysteries number nine. Great cover! Um, I'm loving the uh, the bat signal replaced with the you know the Scooby logo there. It's too too great. Uh, We've got Batman Incorporated number nine, which I'm still very far behind on. I'm still on number one, like halfway through it. That's that's my fault. Uh, Yeah, got to get caught up on that one before we go too deep. Um, My understanding
1: I've, is there's a new I guess, something ghoul cool, or I, I don't know who the ooh, character is but there's man. a um, yeah, there's a 1 in 25 um, uh, variant which is pretty pretty amazing. Interesting. To, but okay. yeah, those ones are whatever. Yeah, No, I, yeah, I, I
0: definitely yeah. want to read those because yeah. I think those are I mean, we, we see how much you know, Batman is kind lore, of like peeling yeah. off and yeah, lore is is just everywhere. So I think Bruce Wayne, I should say, is kind of peeling off and letting others kind of, you know, step up to the plate a little bit more, whether he wants to or not. It's just kind of what's going on. So this is a very integral story. And, you know, what is to come, I'm sure. Um, But yeah, following this, we have uh, DC Pride through the years. Number one, it's a one shot. The cover for this is uh, fantastic. It's a little Mm -hmm. looks a little, uh, you know, retro, I guess, from maybe Mm 70s or 60s. Maybe even '80s. I don't know, Petri. You probably have a better eye than I do, but uh, this one looks really cool, man. It's got uh, Supergirl. Who is that? The Pied Piper, I think. And yeah, uh, I have to pull back up. I apologize. I have to pull that. It's up. okay. No, don't worry about yeah. it. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's those three. I'm pretty sure it's Pied Piper in the middle. Um, just a different version or outfit than I've seen. Anyway, I have to have to go back and confirm that on the next episode for you guys. Uh, following that, we've got Green Lantern number two, which is the Dawn of DC story that we've received on DC3. The first issue was so good. Uh, we got to see Hal Jordan come back and take his roots back on Earth, um, you know, as as basically a human, right? Like he's kind of putting away the ring for a little bit and kind of deciding that he needs to get back in touch with you know, the people he loves and cares about on earth and basically just kind of focus on things here. So I'm excited to see how that develops because I think, you know, Hal's always been kind of my green lantern growing up with, um, you know, just as a kid watching, you know, reading comics and stuff. So I really am looking forward to seeing how they do a little bit of character development here because mm. yeah, he's just, he's back at it, man. You know, the cocky, pilot you know he's got that vibe and everything that he brings back on day one and it's just like geez man take it easy just got back yeah. so <laughs> I'm really excited for it either way um yeah definitely moving on sorry uh we got multiversity Harley screws up the DCU number four which is a mini series four of six I have been enjoying the hell out of this series man this is I don't know if you've been reading it Petra but uh it's just crazy and I think it uh yeah, has a lot of foreshadowing no, yeah. It's a, yeah, so it, it's a lot to read, and I think personally at this point, I almost wish I would have waited until all six came out because they're pumping these things out pretty quick. I think they're every other week, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, they're, they're coming out pretty quick, man, and I think it's uh, it's for good reason. I think they're foreshadowing some, some things that Harley's doing are going to be – basically maybe have a hand behind in, in the reason on why certain things in the multiverse are whacked up or screwed up or whatever – in its own right so yeah this is one to keep an eye on uh in my opinion if you just kind of want to see what's going on in the multiverse um after that we've got spirit world number two um which hawkman did a fantastic write-up on for spirit world number one yeah it this, sure was yeah this is another dawn of dc series uh, folks so definitely try and catch up on it we know how integral those characters and stories and everything are so get to reading this one man because it's honestly such a great story uh i think this is a new character if i'm not mistaken xanthi um chinese origin
1: yeah it's all based on the we are legends right like yes uh, yep the uh, um, the Asian characters, like because that includes like City Boy and that stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. So, Connor yeah. Hawk. And yeah, yeah. we
0: got so many great characters in there. City Boy, man, yeah. I can't wait for the second one to come out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, no, yeah he's but, cool. Yeah. He is yeah, cool. It, and I, lo- I love the whole concept of it, actually. so it's Right? Cool. Yeah. yeah. Giving some life to our cities, man, because we know how much DC and, and you know, just people and, and the Palm team themselves have talked extensively about how how much character these cities like Gotham and Metropolis have that they become their yeah. own characters, right? So yeah. I think using a character like City Boy is going to be their way to kind of really exemplify that in a huge way. So I'm I'm excited as hell to see him come out and see what he's going to be up to, man. Whether he's going to be a, a hero or a villain or what his actual, you know, deal is. Because he's just kind of right now figuring things out for himself. And yeah, it's it's really cool. but. Sorry, yeah, he's not even up here and we're talking about him. That's how cool he is. Uh, We've got next, we've got Static, uh, Team Up, Anansi. Uh, This I have not been reading, but this looks like a Zoro esque type character with like a spider logo. I don't know, man. This looks pretty badass. Have you read read this or seen this? Yeah, I haven't seen this. I've been reading the Static, but I Mm. haven't
1: seen that there's an Anansi. I don't know who this is. I don't know know who that is. I got yeah. some research to do, but I've been enjoying the static. The static art is, uh, is really enjoyable. Like I, yeah. Really, yeah, oh, my love God. I like the character. I like the whole concept of the big bang, the bang babies. Mm-hmm. And you know how they're being hunted, and and it's just uh, yeah, it's really really quite good. And he's, uh, you know, and I like the fact that they've got him now as you know an older teenager, too, kind of thing. Like he's aging, so yeah, so he's yeah, so he's kind of like more modern. And I, I you know, it's got to be, got to be going up against my. Mod- Oh yeah, has got to so be man. Of like equiv
0: equivalent of
1: Miles Morales kind of thing so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And what you were saying the Bang Babies, right? There's so many parallels to the BS yes. and and stuff yes. like that with you know going on with X-Men and Marvel. So Yeah. Yeah, it's this is like DC's kind of like in my opinion and I'm sure yours as well like they're kind of back pocket play. Yeah. To when they get caught up with that, right? So yeah. I think that's something exciting to look forward to and I I could definitely see uh, Static leading the charge when that era of superheroes kind of really takes shape, right? Like, I think right now we're still seeing the Titans kind of just step into the light in a bigger way, so there's probably going to be some time with that development and some other superheroes, but, you know, as we kind of get a newer generation involved in comics over the next, you know, 10 years or so, yeah. Static is going to play a big role again in, in like I, I said, leading that. So, yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see what happens, man, and I gotta, like you said, read this and Nancy. It's a one-shot So it's not a series, Petro, so that one should be a little hopefully easier to kind of catch up for us. But, yeah, I'll be reading that one for sure and seeing what's going on because it looks like a cool cover and just maybe a cool story to back it up. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, Next, we've got Superman Lost, number four. The cover is absolutely, like, to me, breathtaking. I I love that cover. Like, what's going on? Even it had my lady – looking at it last night and she's like, wow, that's uh are you going to buy that one? I'm like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's got Superman in his solar suit that I think he wears at, what is it? The end of, no, it's actually the start of uh, issue three for this series um, mm-hmm. that he was given to, I'm not going to spoil it too much, but he was given to by a character at the end of issue two. Yeah, uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't yet i wanted to wait
1: for a few to come out first so i can sit down and really get into sure like, i'm finding that i really like having a few
0: um issues just to kind of uh enjoy them and get into it yeah, like, yeah. it's yeah. tough to really play that like especially with issues that aren't week to week right like this one yeah it's really tough yeah. to like wait and then go back and like wait what the hell's happening right now you know what i mean so yeah. i agree with you man i like to try and wait when i when i can especially again when it's not a week-to-week issue so yeah, this one's a great series though, man. It's, uh, it's a weird one. If anybody likes to play with the ideas of time and space, essentially what happens is uh, Superman gets called out on, you know, a Justice League run and essentially gets, you know, lost in the like basically the vortex of time and space, and is supposedly away for 20 years. And I guess back on the the actual timeline of Earth, where Lois was, she sees a stranger come back almost instantaneously from that mission that Superman had gone on. And when he's standing there, he's kind of, you know, basically a stranger to her. He doesn't know what the hell is going on. He doesn't know who he is. All this weird stuff is going on. So it's got a lot of really weird uh, things just happening in terms of, like I said, time space, uh, potentially some, you know, psychological things going on. It's got a really almost like Dr. Strange kind of vibe to it where it's just, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. He's traveling through space and doesn't really know what time it is or how to survive himself because he's so far away from the solar system that he's not able to use most of his power. So it's a different Superman trying to solve some, you know what I mean, different things and and trying to get back home. So fantastic story. I love it, man. Just a really good story.
1: And not to interrupt, but I just want to kind of say as well, I think it's important. I don't know if we mentioned it, but people need if they want to follow along on the podcast while you're talking about the current drops they have to go to the comic coffee con, you yep. know, under, under comics, then weekly releases, then you'll pick the date, which is the current date, right? 6, 2023. And then you just scroll down to mid page and all the covers are there, you know, perfectly positioned by buck. And, and, uh, and I literally just follow along with that, which is, you know, really super easy. So that's great.
0: Thanks for that, Petro. Yeah. And I yeah. actually, funny that you say that I actually reformatted some things this week. I've been trying to just, make things a little easier to see for everybody as we kind of move forward and, you know, just make, make the page look a little prettier every time. Yeah. It flows flows really well. Yeah. Yeah, So hopefully, hopefully you're finding some, some use out of it. And those of you listening as well. Um, and we're always open to feedback, man. So if there's something you want to see or whatever it is, just let us know. Um, but yeah, to close off the DC main comics, uh, this week is wildcats number eight, which is, uh, has got grifter sitting on a pile of his, uh, teammates. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um yeah, he's always up to something, dude. Grifter mm-hmm. man. I don't know. I got to start reading about him a little bit more cuz he's just yeah, he's a wild card for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh then we've got DC Black Label which uh we have two issues for. We have Nightmare Country, The Glasshouse number 3. Uh this yeah, that is cover,
1: uh that cover's disturbing.
0: Yeah, it's dark, man. I don't know yeah. what the heck's going on there, but this is a story that takes place in the Sandman universe, so it's a, a lot darker Tinian.
1: Yeah, James Tennian the 4th has great storytelling capabilities i mean he's just amazing so I, i'm looking forward to reading this
0: yeah have you and i and I, I don't obviously uh unfortunately i should say subscribe to much of the sandman universe i nice. did watch the netflix show which was probably one of my favorite series ever yes so it's I, I it's well got done. me yeah, it's got me interested. I just need to uh, do my homework and, and figure out kind of where to start a little bit more before diving yeah, the, in.
1: Yeah, I would go if you have um, The Sandman, go go, and basically just take a weekend and just mm-hmm. read as much of it as you can. It's a really enjoyable experience, and the movie or the show is done so well. But again, for me, it's James Tinian IV. I really like his writing, right? Like he's done, you know, yeah. nice, nice House on the Lake, which. I was, oh, my God, all 12 episodes are on the Infinite Reader. I'm just going to sit down and just <laughs> thoroughly
0: enjoy it. It's That's awesome. Story. Yeah, like he's got, he's got a lot of really good books. So Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely uh, an under, well, I guess an underviewed writer over here for me. because yeah, uh, yeah. It's somebody I got to, you know, definitely get on board with, like you said. Yeah. Um, and then to cap it off for DC Black Label this week, folks, is Waller vs. Wildstorm number two of four. Really quickly, I loved the first one. This is yeah. uh, Amanda Waller's uh, kind of backstory a little bit in terms of how she got involved with uh, Checkmate yeah. in particular. Yeah. Um, you know, just her basically where she's coming from, a little bit more of a character development side. So you can kind of, you know, I guess uh, relate to her a little bit, you know, because it shows her, her past with her husband and her family and all the stuff that she was into before she really became involved with the spy game. So yeah, I loved it, man. It's it's it takes place in Gamora, which is the island that it's uh, south. I think it's Southeast Asia, if I'm not mis- mm-hmm. mi- eh, mistaken. Yeah, and uh, is the area where Jay Nakamura um, and his mother are from, if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. as well, which is uh, John Kent's boyfriend. Yeah. Um, so at this time, this is taking taking is taking place. Sorry, I can't speak today. Uh, in the past, I believe in the seventies or eighties, if I'm not mistaken, I can't remember yeah, exactly I the time it's frame eighties. I think it's okay. the eighties. Yeah. So it's, it's got to do with that time frame and, you know, basically before we're seeing a lot of our DC superheroes and it, it really involves the, uh, the Wildstorm characters. Um, so yeah, we kind of see Amanda Waller work with uh, people like, I think it's weatherman um, and a few others that I'm, I'm, honestly not so i guess caught up on with wildstorm and i need to uh but it it's a cool issue man it's really cool just because of the fact that like i said it goes back into amanda's timeline and just kind of allows that character development because she's becoming such a pinnacle villain now right like she's Mm -hmm. behind everything man she's behind all of what's possibly coming in the future and i think that yeah that dc's probably got to really go back and explore that character if they want people to kind of understand why she's doing what she's doing. So yeah, this is a great series to really get caught up and basically bring in those Wildstorm characters a little bit more into canon. Um, essentially, it's a it's um, an interview between Lois Lane and oh my god, I forget his name. Um, god, I will come back to that. But Lois Lane is interviewing one of the Wildstorm characters about <laughs> essentially some operations and who Amanda Waller is and yeah, wow. it, it's a really cool story, man. I don't want to spoil it too much, but uh, yeah, definitely go back, check that one out, and uh, hopefully, yeah, we can kind of connect with the audience on that one. Yeah, I did. It's, I did read. Num-
1: I did read number one, mm-hmm. but I can't remember who both Lane is Oh my
0: it's god, that, yeah, it's really embarrassing. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, right. <laughs> we can always edit it out, right, Petro? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that concludes our weekly comics. Obviously, on there we have our DC uh, Ultra. Uh, issues and, and collected editions, which you guys can go check out if you're interested or have the subscriptions. And uh, yeah, let us know what you're thinking. But um, moving on, man, we've we've got a lot to talk about today, Petro. So I really wanted yep. to go over, you know, obviously with it being Superman Day, and just in general, we haven't gotten a chance to really talk about it. Is uh, Adventures of Superman, John Kent, issue number four, which nice. came out uh, what was it last week? So yeah, man, I, I loved it. Have you, have you gotten a chance to read that one yet? I don't, yes. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah okay. Can,
1: yeah. I can, I can hang with you a little bit, but you're awesome. sure you're going to have awesome yeah. detail. That I'll <laughs> try. And, cause I'm, cause I'm still trying to, you know, I, no I really, problem. I really enjoy the storyline and I like where it's going and I think I can tell where it's gonna go but we're, we're, yeah yeah to take it over right now because <laughs> when when they when we last saw John Kent yeah <laughs> he was fighting fighting ultraman and
0: yeah. yeah no so this one uh first off this cover the story is uh is, is a tom Taylor uh special man this is one of his greatest works so far in my opinion like I, I love mm-hmm. this story and where it's going. Uh, but the, the cover is just, at least the A cover is fantastic. Um, it's got John Kent just kind of flying over, you know, a crouched down Damian Wayne, who's a little bit older on his level. Um, yeah. As you guys might know or not know, John and Damian are, are essentially in the prime earth. They're different ages. I think John's 17, Damian might be like 14 or 15, somewhere around there. Uh, so they're they're a little bit offset in their age, and there's a whole history on why that is. Um, but yeah, this one picks up with John Kent on Earth forty-nine. Uh, hint, hint, or wink, wink. We've got one of those Earths appearing this week on that Flash uh, Enter the Multiverse uh, event coming up. So that's yeah, I thought kind that was cool tie-in.
1: Yeah, I thought that was very huge actually. Mm-hmm. That, that you know, obviously the multiverse is a prominent um concept that we're going to be dealing with starting from the movie and definitely being carried over to the pages of the comics right yeah yeah.
0: absolutely and those
1: those earths are being picked for a specific reason and we're right seeing it in the john kent
0: um storyline which is important yeah and he's spent so much time on this on this earth already right he's been here Mm -hmm. for almost three issues by now so Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely taking precedent. Uh, and it's funny because I, before I even go into that really quickly, the reason why it's important that, you know what I mean? They pick that earth and we're, we're getting this written into Canon is because that's a video game that as most of you know, injustice gods among us has had two uh, iterations of. So the first and the second one, and I've, I'm pretty sure it's had a ton of DLC. Uh, I'm responsible for spending far too many hours playing that game myself. So I know that it's, it's obviously successful. Um, and it just just gives me a little hope and kind of, you know, optimism to see that they're taking even an older video game, at, I think it's a little older at this point, and um, trying to bring that into the forefront of whatever they're building with the multiverse, right? So yeah. I think that's really important to note because I know James Gunn and Jim Lee, and I talked about this on the last episode, that those, those elements, tying those elements into the wider multiverse and making them kind of canon per se, right? Is huge because now that means we could see video games come out that tie to the you know what I mean? The tie to the movies, the tie to the comics, and kind of another way to tell a story and get other fans involved and read you know what I mean? And wanting to go out and read the comic that ties into the game that they're playing or you know is based on the movie that they just watched. And it's just oh my god, it's just opening up so many doors. So I'm yeah. really excited to see how that works out, man. And uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm praying for you, DC, anyway. Um yeah. So it picks up on, on, earth 49, we've got John Kent um, basically just kind of figuring out what's, or trying to figure out what's going on on this earth, why everything just feels off. And I think he's kind of understanding a little bit at the start, uh, but it picks up in, in where, sorry, the Clark Kent of this earth convenes with the justice league of this earth. And he says, Hey, you know, there's something, I guess there's something going on on Titan and uh, the moon of Saturn. And basically calls them off to, you know, off plan to go take care of it. So uh, I want to say Ultraman because he kind of feels like that. Uh, Superman, make sure he tells John to stay back. You know, he's like, this time I need you to really stay back. Like, and just listen to me, please. Just don't come on this one. We're going to go take care of this. So it gives John an opportunity to kind of check things out, you know, without that eye, you know, kind of watching him. Uh, So he heads off and he notices Lex Luthor kind of going off and and doing something to what seems a little shady. Uh, So he follows him and essentially where it turns out to be the insurgency of the superheroes fighting against Superman on this earth. And yeah,
1: because Lex Luthor is part of the insurgents. For Batman, exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. And you yeah.
0: kind of picked that up on the last issue a little bit, but yeah. you know what I mean? It's not really just kind of out there. And you obviously feel that tension between Lex and Superman because Superman is Superman on this earth and he's killed before. So, you know, people are on their toes a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it picks up in this underground kind of, you know, bunker where it's led by Batman. Dude, his cowl, by the way. Looks really cool. Um, yeah, it does. It can it looks I insane. can I
1: can I just interject real quick? Like, yeah, just, just two sentences, right? Like with the in, with the injustice um, Earth, that's mm-hmm. the one where um, Superman was basically tricked by the Joker to kill Lois Lane, Correct. and then he puts his fist right through the Joker's um, chest and does what. You know everybody kind of hoped to do which would be to kill the joker at some point and that yep. set that sets off a whole series of events of of basically superman versus batman right where batman's trying to figure out well how am i going to stop this tyrant now because mm-hmm. superman's like well listen i've got all this power i've had enough i want to now um make peace everywhere and i'm gonna force you to all be peaceful or else i'll destroy you so he starts taking out world leaders he starts taking out like yeah it becomes a fascist it becomes a prison as it's explained so so that's where and we're at the point where john kent doesn't know any of this
0: right so exactly so he's just kind of figuring this all out for the yeah. first time right yeah. and even before that he's just kind of had his idea that that's yeah. kind of what's been going on I think you know just with his internal conversations but as yeah. you just broke out you know that's where we are now right and if yeah. you played the game and kind of have seen the movies I think DC made a, an animated movie for this too uh, a year or two ago which was yeah. really good um, just went over the darkness of it all uh, but yeah so we pick up there in the underground as uh, you know John kind of makes his way to follow Lex. And immediately this team is like, oh, Superman? You know, like, what's going on? And it's, you know, Lex is kind of breaking out the dead body of Ultraman. Um, and he reveals to the team how Ultraman basically has been using technology to kill the Superman of the multiverse, right? Yeah. So it's this technology that essentially leeches... You know their energy or life force at a at a cellular level, mm-hmm. and kind of I don't really understand how it works, and kind of just basically drains them of of life,
1: right? So well, my understanding was that Ultraman had the ability with that machine or whatever it was to tap into all Cal L representations, mm. right? All all iterations of Cal L. That's right. why that's why John Kent he couldn't locate John Kent because he's not Cal L and then once he's in the proximity of a kal he absorbs their power uh or siphons off their power from, right. their cel- from their cells and then he makes them uh he gets stronger they get weaker and he can just basically snap their necks or you know obliterate
0: them yeah yeah so. and i think even like an issue two like at the start he's literally just melting a superman of uh, i forget which earth it was but just yeah. completely obliterates him with heat vision, you know, and it's yeah. just crazy, yeah. uh, such yeah. a graphic scene. But yeah, yeah it, it's, it's got me wondering how he got the tech, and I'm, I'm wondering if it's uh, something to do with Amanda Waller. Because if you guys remember, that's where Amanda is right now, is Earth-3, yes. trying to build yes. her little, basically, army to make a move against the superheroes of Very basically the life. multiverse. Yeah. So obviously this would be a great way for her to do that. Take out the strongest player in the, you know, on the board across the multiverse with, you know what I mean? The same guy who happens to see things a bit differently. So yeah, that's where I'm thinking that tech came from, but uh, yeah, we'll probably find that out at a later date, hopefully. Uh, anyway, John makes his way in, you know, and is like, Oh, you know what, what the hell's going on here after, you know, revealing the Ultraman dead body to the group. Um, it it kind of heats up fast man i'm not gonna lie it heats up really really fast where essentially the group the insurgency group immediately just assumes that john is like superman and he's there to kind of basically you know what i mean start busting things up so they kind of attack right away like no questions asked superman or batman's just like you know get him essentially so john gets you know ganged up on and he's like trying to explain things he's like guys just wait a second let me talk batman wait and as he says that batman takes him and slams him into the ground like just boom and john is thrown off me he's like what the hell just happened right like you're batman you're not supposed to be that strong so he's starting to question like wait guys how are you so strong (laughs) you know what i mean and if you guys know um there's a whole story behind that and the uh, injustice storyline on how that comes to be. Um, I yeah. don't remember the details, Petra, do you exactly? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's um, it, uh, uh, Lex Luthor actually uh, creates these pills. Mm, okay. That, uh, when you take this green little pill, it gives you the powers of Superman. And at some point, uh, Normies like uh, Gordon and, you know, everybody else um, has access to these pills. And it was, uh, during the death of Hawkman, right? Hawkman was able to get um, one of these pills, put it onto an arrow, uh, not Hawkman, Green Arrow. Yeah, no, no, no. I know what you mean. Before before Green Arrow got pummeled to to Mm -hmm. dust, he was able to release one of the arrows that um, allowed uh, people to have access to the pills. So I am just assuming that they are assuming the reader knows that Batman probably has taken one of these pills, and he has, <laughs> and he has the power of Superman, which I'm not like I, I don't think they have the power. Like I think they have power for like 48 hours or something. So yeah, so, it's a limited time frame if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a MacGuffin type thing, right? Like so that you can kind of do something, that right? Never be able to do. And uh, anyways, but yeah, he gets super surprised when, when Batman, you know, basically grabs him, throws him to the ground and just pummels him. And like, the?
0: <laughs> yeah. And as he's asking this, you know, Batman's like, he to the rest of the group, he's like, hold him. And John's yeah. like, well, wait, what? And yeah, yeah, like you said, Batman gives him this like epic super, or even, I guess it's like a Superman or an Iron Man type like position punch, right? <laughs> yeah. He just like slams his face. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but yeah, it's just so funny. And uh, at this exact same time, John gets pissed like yeah. fast um, yeah. to the point where he breaks out his Superman blue powers that he's received from Lazarus planet. Um, yeah. And he turns all blue and just lightning or electricity is flowing everywhere to the point where he blasts everybody off of him. And he gets pissed at Batman, right? He's just like you. And he's just basically tell like gives Batman this look like Dude, like, are you essentially, you know, a dick everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the multiverse? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. are you always like this? So it kind of brings out this, uh, this past tension, which I love to see between John and, and Batman, right? Where mm-hmm. John is, is becoming like, and, and this is what I love, man. John is really stepping into his father's shoes to fill them like incredibly well. Like, even yeah. better than, than Clark could have, in my opinion. Like, the way he's just going about things is so, so, so cool, man. Because he's like, you know, I don't like the way Batman does things. You know what I mean? He's like, and this is just another reason why I don't really like him. You know, like, I think there's better ways to handle things. We could have talked about this. Like, you guys just immediately attacked me without questioning what the hell was going on when I could have come here and helped you. You know what I mean? Instead of leading to this. So I think it's a really an interesting point uh, to see, but as he's, you know, blasting everybody off of him and kind of like figuring out what's going on, that girl comes over to jump and, you know, kind of get a sneak attack on him. He tells her to stop. He goes, Babs, you know, stop. And she immediately halts. And she's like, wait, you like, you know me, you know my name. Mm-hmm. And he kind of explains to her, you know, he's like, yeah, he's like, I know not, I don't only know you, but like you're, you're basically like a family member, right? Because on, prime earth or the john's mentor is nightwing right and on that earth mm-hmm. in prime earth which is the main continuity nightwing and, and backer or barbara share a life together um and john goes about explaining that to her and he's just like you know you and dick are happy together you guys have a yep. have a puppy called she, nightwing Yeah, yeah like and it's just like you know what i mean he's explaining their life and their family and you know she kind of really starts to take a step back and it's just like, okay, so maybe he isn't that bad, right? Like this kid knows who we are and just has a different view on things. So maybe we should hear him out. And just at that time, Alfred kind of comes in doing the Alfred thing and gets everybody calmed down and brings some tea out, you know, which I love about Alfred um, and just kind of, you know what I mean? Gets them all corralled to say, hey, let's let's really talk this out like the family we're supposed to be. So Mm -hmm. great scene to see everybody kind of calm down a little bit, figure things out. And essentially, you know, Lex is explaining things in full now that there's not that barrier between them. Right. So he lets John know that, hey, things are bad here. You know, Superman's basically on the verge of becoming a dictator on this planet. And that's kind of what we're here to stop. Right. You know, you may know Lex Luthor and all some of these guys as bad guys on on your home. But here they're all trying to stop the, you know, what seems like is inevitable. And maybe we can use you now to help out. So John is like, you know, I need to go figure some things out. I'm only hearing this from one side. Let me come back. You know, I'll I'll literally talk to you guys once I kind of, you know, figure things out on my own. So there's a cool little uh, artwork panel here where it's literally just John and uh, <laughs> Batman, like, squaring up. And John's just like, dude, get out of my face kind of deal. Like, I'm going to go figure out, you know, figure this out on my own. So he says, you know, as he leaves, you know, this side has Alfred and Batgirl, which tells me everything I need to know, but yeah, I'll, I'll be back. Yeah. Takes off and uh goes to actually, I think Fine he's J. He, J. Yeah, but I think before that, he actually comes into uh runs and in, uh, runs into Damien. Sorry, oh, yes, of yeah, course. Damien first. Yeah, uh, and he's like, you know, oh, he's yeah. like, where were you? Kind of they're talking about okay. things and. Damien's on the side of Superman on this planet. And in in this timeline, he's about the same age as John. So, you know, whatever happened with the time distortion, obviously, in the multiverse, this Earth, they're about the same age. Um, So, you know, basically, Damien's just kind of threatening John, like, you know, what the hell are you up to? If I find out you're basically here to hurt Superman or stop what he's doing, I'll carve out your spleen with a kryptonite spoon. And it's just I like, thought that Jesus. Was, I thought
1: that was a little intense. I didn't understand. Yeah, I was like, <laughs>
0: Jesus, dude. Yeah, and John's just like, all right, I know Damien. You're basically my brother. I'm not going to really take that as a threat, right? So he kind of is just like, just, okay. And he and he connects with him a little bit by giving him the typical Damien, like, like Damien's response when he knows he's wrong. And uh, I love that, that John just kind of brings that out. Because it's such like a Nightwing thing to do, right? He's just like, yeah, back on back on my earth, like, when you're wrong, you give me this sound. And he's mm-hmm. like, and I know that, you know, that's that's kind of <laughs> my way of saying, like, or your way of saying that you're right and just kind of, you know, easing things up. But, you know, as they finish the conversation, uh, Damien, he looks so much like Nightwing here, man. I, I, I want to call him Nightwing. Um, he puts a tracker on John, and as John kind of takes off to go see Jay – you know, Damien's off and, and just kind of wants to figure out what's going on. So he lets, you know, lets us uh, John take off. John meets up with Jay and Jay's a little confused because he's like, who the hell are you? Or, you know, why are you here to see me? So John's talking to him about just basically the status of things where, you know, what's going on, just kind of getting that like, you know, citizens perspective, if you will, on, on, you know, how things are developing and why they're developing the way they are. So Jay just unloads, you know, he's like, yeah, Superman's like a bad deal here. You know, like you just kind of have to like go along with it or or things happen. Right. So he gets all the information he needs and and John's like, "Okay, I think I know what I need to do now and takes off. Um, But as he takes off, Jay gets, uh, you know, a knock at the door or knock (laughs) at the window, rather. Window, window. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like super creepy. But Jay at first is like, oh, you know, he just thinks it's John. He's like, oh, you must have forgot something. But he opens it up or, you know, comes to and realizes that it's actually Damien. And Damien has his, like, weapons drawn. And he looks like he's ready to kick the, like, crap out of Jay, right? He's like, what did you guys talk about? Tell me everything. So, yeah, um, it kind of ends there and just leaves you wondering what's, you know, what's going to kind of happen here with Damien and John because I can see them kind of, kind of squaring up at the end of this, man, like the battle of the super suns or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's starting to look like a good story. And uh, just again, tying in earth 49, the injustice uh, video game earth, that just, you know what I mean? It is bringing so much more expansiveness to this like multiverse that we're seeing DC trying to really flesh out. So I'm yeah, happy. I, I, I think at some point though, the way I'm seeing it is, is, John
1: is going to have to go up against the um, uh, the you know Earth forty nine um, uh, Superman. You know, I mean yeah. that's obviously going to have to happen. So I'll be interested to see how he uses his new powers that he got from from the um, uh, you know the event. The mm-hmm. uh, what call it? The Lazarus Planet event, right? Because he's
0: still yeah. learning how to control the that power, yeah. right? Like he still yeah. has no control over it. I mean, he had a little bit more control over it this time. He didn't yeah. zap himself to sleep or, or unconscious, right? Like he had a little yeah. bit of control and holding back before just blasting away Babs, and he didn't kill anybody. So that was kind of a good sign that he's getting a little bit more, you know, better at adept with uh, or adept with his abilities, I should say. So. Yeah, yeah, but the other the, thing, uh, okay. the other
1: the, sorry the other thing really quick is on number five episode number five i was looking ahead to the the covers and uh man i'm really looking forward to that issue because it's mm. uh, it's john kent in in chains right like they've got him in chains with some Superman in the background oh i haven't seen it yet oh yeah, man that sounds a, awesome yeah it's really good and there's a one in 25. Uh, there's an artist out there right now who i've loved for quite a while um her name is zoo orzo Orzu. i don't know if you've ever heard of i her. know the last name yeah. i just
0: don't i yeah i'm terrible yeah. with artists and writers as you know i don't give them enough yeah. credit she's I, kind I, of gonna
1: she's yeah she's <laughs> kind of like a peach momoko okay
0: um, okay kind of
1: uh um you know peach is much much more feminine uh zoo orzo Orzu is very um you know just beautiful graphic designs and and really um uh, beautiful, uh, painting, like, uh, artwork. So I've, I've really liked her work and stuff. Um, hmm. um yeah, but anyway, so she's got a one in 25 incentive, but anyways, it's just, uh, Interesting. yeah. So yeah, I'm really, I'm really interested to see where this story is going to go. It's, I think it's, um, I think they've done a really good job with it so far. So it's great. Yeah.
0: And keep in mind, what I was going to say is, you know, whatever happens at the outcome of this, right. Let's say DC decides to do another injustice game, The events that happen here have to tie into that, right? So whether John, you know, puts Superman in prison or whatever it is, right? Like that would have an effect on the game that would proceed if they were to continue that story. So that's what has me so excited is things like that, right? Is opening up the multiverse and making things, you know, relevant across the multiverse for whatever happens as you kind of go along the adventures with these characters. So I really hope we see another Injustice. I really hope that there's a chance to see john kent in there's like a dlc or a special character like could you imagine that mm-hmm. that blue electricity mm-hmm. man is like as a special move oh my god yeah. don't don't get me started but yeah like they could do so much here so yeah i'm just, just happy
1: like, i'm just happy we have two two titles now right like we have the actual superman title yes which is doing really well with Josh mm-hmm. uh, williamson and now we have you know adventures of superman john kent which is also doing very well, which is, um, you know, they're, they're really, yeah. you know, they're, paying, they're paying homage to, um, to, you know, to previous storylines. And, um, you know, they're also respecting that you as the collector have done
0: a little bit of research and read a few right. stuff too, right? So, yeah. A lot yeah, of stuff's good. paying off. You're right, yeah. man. It just feels yeah. so exciting to read. You're like, Oh, I know that. And this is, you know, so yeah. it's just, yeah, you're connecting dots as you read. And I think that's one of the bigger things that Josh, has said, you know, when, you know, as I read a lot of his interviews, you know, or, or articles that, you know, kind of go over what he's planning for the future, that's one of the biggest things he's he's kind of highlighting. He's like, you know, I really want to give fans that, that access or that ability rather to feel like they're actually, you know, uncovering things as they read based on the, the you know, their past stories that they've read and, you know, that connect to whatever's present. So essentially... You know what I mean? He's he's allowing you to be a detective and giving your breadcrumbs here and there and just as the story folds out, like you said, those people who have done the the past research or the past readings really have a, a way to connect with that story and just say, Oh my god, like I've seen that and this is how this makes sense. Yeah, and I so. think and I
1: think it's very wise. Um, you know, I, I would have I would appreciate that as opposed to, you know, introducing new characters mm-hmm. always right whatever like you know look at the the breadth of what you have in the back and yeah you've got great writers you know create ways that there's a continuity that those of us have to you know like they obviously redid the multiverse for a reason right and now that we have that use that in the stories going forward but but really focus on the continuity of where we're going. Exactly, so, so that we can, you know, so that we as readers can also layer a history within DC, as opposed to just, you know, you know, having to hunt down which event and <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah. too tough, man. It's gotten too much. Um, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> But but I, I, you know, that being said, I did see an interview. Where um, Josh Williamson was talking about that, and he was just talking about his Night Terrors mm. um, um, uh, mini um, event, which is coming in July and August. Yep. And uh, he was basically saying, you know, the Dawn of DC, the Lazarus Planet events were, you know, big, big multi title events, and they're, you know, they fall within the, the course of what they've got planned for the whole year. And as they finish up the year they want to be able to have certain th- key things that have had to move and those key things have to include uh superman wonder woman and um batman and um, a couple of those moves he said uh, are occur through the night terror so it's going to be very important that, okay um, you know, I I just got a little concerned because you know when you look at the Night Terror's yeah, me too storylines. You know, there's there's more emphasis on the bazillion variants. Yeah, again. that list is long. Jeez. Yeah, rather rather than emphasizing what's going on in the stories, can you know? I'm 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 really hoping that they would you know. I know I'm, I'm an old record, and you guys are going to hear it so many times <laughs> on this podcast. But I I want the stories. I want the artists, obviously. But I don't want the bazillion. Even though the variant covers look really cool, and I'll probably pick up a couple of the ones I really want. Like sure, the red, yeah. The Red Hood one and the First Blood. Um, uh, because there is going to be a new character called Insomnia in the Night mm-hmm. Terrors. Yep and um he's his first his cameo will be in first blood and then his first full appearance will be in night terrors number 1 but um but there's going to be a lot of other stuff as well but anyway so Josh Williamson is is kind of piecing together the events so it doesn't sound like we're going to have an end to the events i just hope that there's going to be an overwhelming kind of um, uh cohesion which right. is which yeah. i think is which i think they are starting to happen so Totals crossed. Fingers crossed.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I agree, man. And thank you for uh, touching base on that that interview. Yeah. Because, yeah, I still need to finish that one. That's such a great set of points that he brings up there. And oh my god! Yeah. And that's what's really got me optimistic about the future is that he is somebody who really tries to tie in to the classics, right, or the legacies of a lot of these heroes, and really make that kind of the forefront, but giving it that fresh, unique taste and spin, like we see with Superman, right, the new series. So. I love I love his work and uh, you know I'm really optimistic that Ham Jim and all the other great storytellers and uh, artists are definitely cooking up something good to like you said, cohesively tie it together. Uh, it's just gonna take some time because there's just so much like just craziness that DC has done over the years that really, has left a lot of people like you and myself like well what the hell is actually going on like we had a discussion today on which superman from which earth was which right yes, Just to make yes. sure so i got yeah. a lost. i'm so yeah, sorry it, it's, it's like, easy to get bit, lost though
1: what, which one's earth three wait uh, what <laughs> right earth? yeah 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 the, the primes are the ones that really get me confused. right it's like you know superboy prime and then Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So it's all good. It, I we, think that's we, what throws we'll most it. people off is the prime, the Superboy Prime. <laughs> yeah. 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 I hear you, yeah. man. Um. Yeah. So yeah. That's no. Thank you for that. I appreciate the uh that 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 extrapolation of information there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So moving on. Um. Which one did you wanna cover next? Did you wanna do Batman 136 or the Flash? Yes. Okay. I think let's
1: do um, let's do Batman one thirty six because that's
0: a very important one. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, this one. Um, did you read this one as well, Petro?
1: I was. I, I think I know enough that I okay. can hang with you. So, cool. I mean, you know, I. I just really quick little tidbit. Um, mm-hmm. one thirty five. We. And his um you know multiversal like yep. where where failsafe threw him into that that uh, earth with uh, the 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 earth of no batman i guess or the gotham of no batman um you know he kind of made through his uh you know we got to the end of 135 where where Damien or wait, uh, Tim Drake got him and then brought mm-hmm. him back, right? So, right, so 136 uh starts with him in bed, right? Recovering yep. from recovering,
0: so yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> we pick up literally he's he's laying in bed resting or at least uh on a medical bed just <laughs> in his back, cow. I think it's just such a great like image for some reason, yeah. um. <laughs> Uh, It picks up in the Batacombs, specifically, where he's uh, with Mr. Terrific, just going over his vitals, you know, just making sure he's good. Uh, Mr. Terrific's just kind of letting him know the update, that he still has some residual multiversal energy, quote unquote. So that's really interesting.
1: And he's lost
0: his arm at this
1: point, right? Yeah, his his right hand
0: is gone and was replaced on uh, The Dark Knight Returns Batman's Earth. So.
1: That's actually yes. where the suit that yes.
0: he he came back with is is from as well. So yeah, he kind of a suit. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So he's got a utility belt from Batman sixty six and a nice new suit and hand yeah. uh, cybernetic. I guess I'm assuming. Um, yeah. It reminds me of like Luke Skywalker's. Yes, thing, I guess, right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he's got that same black did- feel. And he doesn't want anybody to know, right? Yeah, 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 which is interesting. He, yes. he makes sure to tell Mr. Terrific, listen, this is just between you and me. Like, yeah. don't tell anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if he just doesn't want anybody to worry or, yeah, there's something to that later. But very interesting. Well, Mr. Terrific yeah, I think is that's the only one to know.
1: Yeah, I think that's a uh, little Easter egg. Right mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. And I'm going to be keeping an eye on that, Petro, because if that – this Batman ties into our legacy, Kyle Batman, in any way. Yes, yes. Just keep an eye on that, folks. That right hand, you know what I mean? What you know? Yes. Could could come up in relevancy at some point. So yeah, they're they're kind of just talking and you know figuring out what's going on and making sure Batman's well, good.
1: A couple of things, if he does tie in with us, which I think is very mm. important. Um, you know the utility belts. Remember how important those were. In yeah. Fifty nine you know they really oh emphasize yeah they really emphasized him getting that utility belt right so, exactly so I, I think they're laying down the importance of what hopefully we in the batcal community will will have access to right like the uh, the um, the bat suit Mm-hmm. the utility belt and now who knows right
0: With the hand right so oh my know. god yeah, yeah there's yeah. just so yeah. much and it's like you're piecing yeah. together your your or, or i feel like that's the, the the end goal right is the ability yeah. to piece together your I ultimate so. batman or bat yeah. suit, right yeah. so yeah that's going to be really fun to see how they play on this because it's just dude it's it's happening everywhere man like just this much. whole theme yeah it's just yeah. carrying over across all storylines so yeah. something's coming right. And we, we know it as back out holders and, and partakers of these projects, we all know it, we can see it. We just need that confirmation, but, uh, <laughs> we're there, man, we're there. Um, so yeah, these two are talking, Mr. Terrific and Batman just let, you know, kind of come into a close here. So Batman decides to, uh, t- touch base with Tim and just, you know, make sure he's okay. Um, kind of thank him for, for getting him out of there, obviously. And, uh, Batman returns back to his brownstone, and if you guys aren't familiar, he's no longer living in the uh, Wayne Manor um, outside of the city. He's now living directly in the city, and that's yeah. because of the events of Batman Incorporated, if I'm not mistaken, Yeah, where he was essentially p- – I think he's poor now. Yes, he? exactly, where he has no money and he has <laughs> okay. no influence in that regard. So he's, yeah. he's living in the heart of the city for the most part and, and has a, a more mainstream access to yeah. – you know, crime and all that stuff that goes on in Gotham itself. So he's just kind of there meditating at his brownstone and and just, you know, reflecting on what's going on, thinking about how they're, you know, a fail safe, almost killed him. And he's out there somewhere. Red mask has now created this multiverse of jokers, which, Oh my God, I don't even want to really think about knowing how crazy that's going to be. And basically it's just, you know, all coming together for him. So he's like, ah, R. And then- Yeah, let's like, not
1: forget the Zoranar. That, yeah, it all comes to that. Right?
0: Exactly, yeah. like we saw yeah. the end of 135, that, yeah, uh, that beautiful panel or amazing. splash page that was just all of the R of the multiverse, right? And it's just, oh my God, it was crazy well, to see. And the other part of that, when I saw that last panel now, and now after
1: seeing 136 as well as man, those backup stories are very important now in these yes. topics right yep like because don't we see Zurin
0: uh, um actually creating failsafe? oh my god yeah dude we're gonna definitely get to that so that's the end Sorry. of this Sorry. no 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 you're fine because that they talk about it last issue where i think batman or at least he comes to like the The notion of that's how failsafe was created yes. was through Zeranar. So they've at yeah. least went through that already. But yeah, we're definitely going to be talking about that because that's actually the end of this story, which is crazy. Um, it's so awesome because I love. First of all, I
1: love Zeranar's costume to begin with, mm-hmm. or the bat suit, and then I love the concept of him right being a, a protective mechanism for him for Batman.
0: Right, uh, a human failsafe mental. or something. Yeah. I think he calls it. Yeah, but his mental,
1: his mental ability to, to basically unshackle him from his, um, you know, hard and fast rules of not killing and all that other stuff. So, right.
0: So, yeah, yeah. Which is also uh, <laughs> able to not be, you know, brainwashed or used, yes. you know, basically yeah, any like, kind of mental tricks. Yeah, yeah, mental tricks and all that good stuff. Like, that's crazy, right? And we'll go into that in a second. But as as Batman's kind of meditating in his brownstone, he's thinking about all those things, right? All the things that now are out there that he he's going to have to come to terms with at some point. And he ends on, you know, Zuranar and R being the biggest problem, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, you know, he's having this conversation inside his mind um, with Zur and R. And zur is sitting there just like, you know, my name is Batman. And he's like, I'm the real you, basically, you know? And, and Batman's just like, no, you're my human operating system, basically. Um, so, like you said, right, He he's kind of shackled to this this creation and, and now has to figure out how to basically deprogram him to some extent, or at least get a, contro- a better control of him, because he's just knowing that this has a, a really long-lasting negative effect if uh, out of control. So... Uh, they have their little conversation. Zeranar just kind of lets him know what, like that there's something coming. Batman can't be weak for whatever's coming, right? And we don't know what that means, but he just lets him know. He's like, Batman can't be weak, Bruce. And he just stands up, and Batman like comes to in like a super cold sweat, just like, whoa, what the hell, you know? And he's been meditating for about an hour, so that conversation lasts for a bit. Um, anyway, he. Excuse me, sorry, uh, just taking a sip of coffee. Uh, anyway, he uh, essentially comes to and and realizes, okay, I got to get back to being Batman, catch up what's going on in my city. Yeah. People can't know, you know, that Bruce Wayne or, or, sorry, Batman is is gone, right? Like he still needs to be Batman. So he starts off by going to uh, pick up on the, what is it, the Penguin Twins, I guess he's calling them now, Penguins yeah. And the Kids. Yeah. Um, and that's an interesting take because they've kind of just basically laid into their father's criminal enterprise mm-hmm. and just really have expanded it and have done work. Um, they've, they've basically broken out the Iceberg Lounge into what are called growlers, right? Um, these mm-hmm. little like hidden, cas- not casinos, but gambling rooms for high rollers, mm-hmm. basically Gotham's elite um, where they can kind of gamble without being seen at the Iceberg Lounge, which is pretty much at this point, you know, if you're seen there, you're pretty much up to no good, right? Like as a politician or somebody influential in the community, like if you're seen at the Iceberg Lounge, you're probably up to no good. So yeah. people want to get away from that in Gotham as, as you know, Penguin's legacy has kind of kind of shown that he's really not the greatest guy. Uh, so his daughter, man, I forget his kids' names right now.
1: Yeah, I don't remember the two kids' names. Uh, yeah,
0: I'm going to remember but they, uh, but they drop a big ball. Mm. It's Addison and Aiden Cobblepot. Okay. excuse me sorry so Addison is the daughter Aiden is the the son obviously and he's he's supposedly pretty big man he's yeah he's a big boy so Batman breaks into this this one of these growlers where these two are and he you know he makes his Batman grand entrance and just like all right this is over and he's letting the twins know or the, the kids know like hey you guys are done I'm on to you you know wrap it up and and then that moment, Aiden kind of freaks out and he's like, Hey, back away from my sister. And he just starts attacking Batman and Batman, you know, kind of yeah. underestimates him a little bit and ends up getting his ass kicked. Actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Aiden grabs him, throws him into the bathroom and just like basically starts choking him to death. Like, and is like, Oh God, like this kid's way bigger, way faster, way stronger than I thought. Yeah. So Batman is essentially like, okay, that means he can handle it. Right. So he like breaks his fingers And, you know, gets him off of him and the kid's like freaking out. He's like, what'd you do to my hand? So anyway, Batman kind of comes to, he's just like, consider this a warning and uh, lets the Penguin twins, you know, kind of off at that moment. Um, He essentially, after this, reaches out to Oracle, who, you know, is kind of just getting them caught up on things and letting them know what's going on with, uh, you know, the twins and how they're holding up. And she also mentions, a uh, little side note, that Batman removed his, um, like, his vitals tracker, essentially, from his suit. So she's like, hey, you know, I I noticed your monitoring systems are out. Like, what's the deal? Are you okay? He's like, I'm fine. And he just kind of, like, ends that conversation. Um, but during that conversation, he's trying to pick up on the whereabouts of Catwoman or Selina. And Oracle tells him that, you know, she's been kind of MIA nobody knows where she is she broke out of prison but you know what I mean is just kind of been doing her own thing and nobody you know she can't be picked up on on, on basically surveillance systems so Batman's like all right I'll find her mm-hmm. <laughs> so he ends up coming to you know meets up with her she's kind of wearing like a you know uh, a wig and you know probably some makeup to kind of disguise herself a little bit more and they have this conversation on the rooftop and it's a it's a very significant one to me anyway because as you I mean obviously you know Petro Batman or Bruce and Selina obviously they're trying to set you know set up a relationship to to kind of keep it permanent because obviously you know Batman and Selina love each other deeply but Batman and Selina have been growing apart as of late yeah. right Batman's a little bit crazier and a lot. You know, just a lot to handle right now, I would say. He's just got a lot going on. And Selena just kind of has her own things going on too, right? Like she's got her own little uh, gang of cats that she's got running around. So she's now got a tech quote-unquote family, similar to most of the other superheroes and stuff that we, you know, we're seeing in the dawn of DC kind of transpire. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they have this conversation and she's just like, you know, this really isn't working, right? Like we just kind of – make each other's lives worse and it's not good it's not healthy and she kind of lets him know that hey like the penguin's not dead right and that's i, I kind of didn't yeah, tell was you that huge that
1: yeah was huge. And,
0: dude batman breaks down like he is just like dude you we're supposed to be like you know what i mean basically bonnie and Clyde. like we're supposed to have no secrets between each other selene so, he's like i almost died and killed a lot of people because of that you know what i mean he's like had you told me I could have avoided this. And she's like, well, you made a, you made that thing and you didn't even realize you made it. So you're keeping secrets from yourself. Right? So how can I, how can you expect me to basically trust you or have a line of trust between each other? If you can't even trust your, what's going on in your own head. So this causes, you know, causes kind of a rift between them a little bit more. And we see Batman just kind of dealing with the ramifications of like, Holy hell. Like, yeah, what is going on with me? So, Selena takes off, and Batman kind of gets a, an alert where you know somebody supposedly has tripped the alarms at uh, Wayne Manor. So he's like, "What the hell?" You know, like that that place is supposed to be abandoned, whatever. So he takes off and goes to takes him about twenty minutes to get there, and uh, he realizes that it was just like a trap, but in the best way possible. Um, it's the Bat Family, man. He's got Dick. He's got Jason. Uh, I don't think Damien was there, if I'm not mistaken. No, I, mean, I don't I, think so, no. I, yeah, no, I think it was no. Tim, um, Duke, Thomas. Yeah. Um, actually, no, Damien is there. I'm sorry, he is. I just uh, I just looked oh. at the panel. He, he, he says father, and I think that's like the okay. only thing he says.
1: Gotcha. Um,
0: so, yeah, basically they're all sitting at the dinner table. You know, he's got Barbara, Dick, Duke, um, Damien, and Jason, I think. I. Oh, and Cascade and Steph. I'm sorry. I was like, they only really kind of show up in one or two panels. So he's got most of the kids there and, you know, they're having this like feast, this grand feast where Tim and Steph are making pancakes for everybody. And, you know, it's just a really like happy, positive moment. And and Bruce is kind of just really appreciating it all. And he's, he's just kind of, you know, I'm like very, you know, thankful, I guess, to be there. Um, so essentially, I think Dick at some point comes up to him and he's just like, hey, like what's going on with you, man? he's like, I know a lot of stuff's going on in your head. Are we able to get a telepath into your head to kind of like get that under control? And Batman or Bruce is just like, nah, he's like, that's the whole point of Zer. He's, you know, he's meant to be resistant to that stuff. So that's going to be an interesting thing to see develop, I'm sure. Uh, But ultimately, you know, it kind of ends here. the, the, The comic essentially ends with Batman just seeing this family moment, this beautiful family moment being burned away potentially due to his you know what i mean yeah thing you know basically what he's causing with with his other state of mind so yeah it picks up after that um petro i don't know if you read that that story afterwards but it kind of picks up with a secondary story at the end of the comic that explains how Zurinar built failsafe and how he trained him um which was
1: really cool to see I think that's a that's a huge moment, right? A <laughs> yeah. Massive moment. Because now, now we know. Well, I think I think what that does is it now solidifies failsafe because we're going to see him again. I mean, it's not a matter. One hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. So I feel now failsafe will probably be like I don't know if we're going to be you know entering into a battle into Batman's mind, but I mean that's that's where. That's where we're going to be. <laughs> right? and, yeah. And, could, and again, could the night terrors be part of that as well? Right. Cause Batman's got to fight with his, mm-hmm. his demon demons in his nightmares. Exactly.
0: So, yeah. And that's that like reading this issue kind of, you know, brought me back to that point where I was like, Oh man, maybe, you know, that's where we see the night terrors. Not only that, but we have, I think Gotham wars coming as another storyline mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. some point within the dawn of DC. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot there. Um, there's a lot of ties to potential, you know, outcomes and stories that might be the end. Like, you know what I mean? Spell the end of Batman in a lot of ways. Maybe not yeah. kill off the character, but, or Bruce anyway, but just alter him in a big way, in a fundamental way that really causes, you know, readers to, to change um, the way they kind of perceive him. But I'm excited. Um, this yeah, story, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just go over it really quick. It's, it's not very long. Essentially, Batman is at some point, you know, in time at his back computer trying to figure things out. And I think if I'm not mistaken, he's talking about the Riddler's clues getting harder as the month goes on. Now, I don't know when that takes place or if it overlaps with potentially 1059, because I know the Riddler was a big part of that story arc. And Mm -hmm. that would kind of feel like it was around the same time. You know what I mean? As all of that was going on. So as he's putting together the clues in his back computer about, you know, whatever recent adventure he went on against the Riddler, his mind just kind of kicks into Zurin R mode yeah. and it goes into this like really creepy scene and he's like, okay, like you can see the, you know, the tone change and his, his face and his look and everything just gets a little darker and he reveals that he has a secret bat cave beneath the frickin' bat cave which is yeah. crazy um yeah. it's it's just so crazy to see that right yeah. so he goes down and he puts on his suit or he puts on his cowl and he's like yeah you know like that's that's the stuff uh so he goes to failsafe, which you can see he's been building for quite some time and he basically just gives it an update to like combat and you know it's protocols so yeah he has this like interaction with failsafe. you know what's your objective and you can kind of see where failsafe kind of gets its brutality from. So, a really crazy moment, bizarre as hell, but one that's so so integral to what is definitely going to be coming and and how we may even be able to stop failsafe at some point. So, yeah, I love this part that they went over this um, at the end of it. You know, Zeranar kind of comes back to goes back up to the Batcave where Bruce originally was and alters the notes of what Bruce was recording on the back computer. So it could seem that there was no loss in time between, you know what I mean? So he could kind of explain where he got like hurt. So he's, I think he's like, yeah, you forgot to add in that you were, you know, your chest had these markings or you got beat up this way. So that way Batman can kind of catalog like, oh yeah, that's, that's how I got that. You know, that's how I got that scar, that bruise. So it's a little crazy to see that kind of, kind of go about, but yeah, this, this one was a, a fantastic issue to just kind of see, that whole process play out you know what i mean where batman is and yeah. all that good stuff so yeah i feel like i've talked quite a bit petro i'm so so sorry <laughs> no 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 i
1: appreciate yeah. you uh, i appreciate you uh taking you know taking us through those two issues which are very important yeah so are, you know the the uh the john kent is uh solidifying solidifying the multiverse mm-hmm. but even in the batman 136 he's coming out of the multiverse so so there's you know there's a definite strong theme there for us in the Batgirl community. The uh, Earth 49 is being represented, um, yep. and very important. And I'll be very interested to see how uh, how our of uh, the comics happen with that, and uh, what happens further. So it's um, yeah, no, I think this is these are all you know these are all little mini steps that take us towards uh, a path and. And, and like I said I'm just evolving even myself after all these years as a collector and trying to figure out how do I want to move forward like am I able to keep up with all these stories or am I going <laughs> to funnel it down or, you know it's, right it's, it's, yeah so I think you're you're going through this stuff is
0: super helpful so yeah. oh, I'm happy to hear that yeah it's, it's just been so much fun seeing it all tie together man I'm such a huge nerd when it comes to this stuff so for me this is just like you know what i mean my escapism to the max man i want to see it all come full circle i want to see the experiences born out of this stuff where you know what i mean i can tie it all together so
1: for me it's been fun i do apologize though but i'm gonna have to um, call it quits pretty soon just that's that's fine fine. let's let's get
0: ready to wrap this up i just looked at the time man it's it's yeah we we yeah, we went way past what we were planning to. So let's. No, I uh, thought it was
1: good. No, I thought it was a good one because we had to talk a little bit about
0: coffee, a little bit about the site, and yeah, and, um,
1: you know, and then we we touched on the, the you know the two probably most important books for us coming up, and then we're gonna have to probably you know relate with the
0: flash uh the fastest man alive yes we'll Um, talk about that later this week i know we have uh plans to do a part two to episode four right so we can bring (laughs) up the the details of that comic then um we did want to go into that but yeah i think we just went way past the mark today which was fun but yeah. I know you got to get back to, to life and I actually have some emails piling up now that you mention it. So. Yeah. And
1: future and future discussions will be, of course, the, uh, you know, the detective comics 10, yes. everything for us for bad cows. And, you know, I want to take some time and kind of read the whole story arc and, you know, pick apart that comic really, really in detail so that we can, you know, give it it's just due and uh, hopefully make it, uh, you know a focal point of the site as well cause absolutely people, people really want to come and 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 um you know who are coming to the bat project are going to want to know where it all started and that's a very very big book and we had lisa from the, the community you know request hey when are we getting that <laughs> so, so we're working on it but it's just um you know it's there's a few things in the collecting world that when you find an interest in it you want to make a connection writer the artist and then just digest the information too and those right those books those books it's not to, it's not just ten fifty nine for me it's that story arc with the reader. Mm-hmm. i need to i need to just really delve into it really well i just want to know it really well
0: no i hear you man it deserves that respect especially for for us back cow holders. so we'll yeah. we're, we're like petro uh, petro said we're working on it folks we'll definitely have it out soon uh just don't have a date on it yet but we'll give you that heads up um, but in the meantime, yeah, the next episode will probably round out with uh, the part two to the Flash and to the Multiverse event uh, and cover some of those stories. So maybe um, if anybody has DCUI, you can go on and check out those, uh, the Flash, the fastest man alive one through three to get caught up. So that way, when we have that discussion next, you guys can kind of follow along a little bit easier. But yeah, more to come uh thank you petro so much for joining today man i know um i know we haven't done this in a while so i appreciate it just kind of spending the morning talking um yeah i'll get this one edited and we'll go ahead and try to release today so we can get people caught up for tomorrow and get their pull lists ready and all that good stuff so thanks great thanks so much man we'll we'll talk soon yeah thank
1: you for taking me through those comics and i was glad i was able to help a little bit with those and and yeah, Flash, the um, the uh, fastest man alive, that three issue miniseries, which was done back twenty twenty two, was the prologue for the movie, and its major goal was to basically introduce the three most important themes of the Flash for the for the movie in a storytelling arc, which was I think very creative. And yeah,
0: we'll, we'll talk about that more. For sure. Well, thank you folks for listening. Thank you for your time today. We'll see you guys at the next one. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya.
1: See ya.